listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. I have Travis Etienne at 11. This is the lowest I've had him in a while. Uh, this is a very tough matchup, though, against Tennessee. My concern in this game, you know, is not only that is it a, is a tough matchup, but if the Jaguars can't contain Derrick Henry, like, will the Titans just dominate possession? You know, most maybe of this game. Good. Yeah. Right? And the hope is that the Jaguars can score, you know, maybe through the air a bit, move the ball, you know, make this a competitive game. Vegas Vegas has the Titans favored by only four points. So, you know, it's not terrible, right? Like, if, yeah. that, if that stays the plan, like, if that happens, like, that would be great for ETN. Um, also, it's like ETN isn't extremely involved in the passing game. Like, he's involved, but it's not like he's getting five, six targets a game. You know, if he right. was... I might have him up a little bit higher, but uh, you know, this is kind of where I have to have him in a matchup like this. Now with ETN, that big playability is still there. And you know, yeah, you look at what he was doing before the buy, you know, he was absolutely like, he was extremely efficient, right? He was taking like 12 carries for like 80 yards. Right. And that can easily happen against any matchup. So I'm not, you know, he's at 11 because the matchup isn't amazing. And he's had a couple of off games lately after the buy. Um, but you know, he's due and it's, there's going to be a game coming up where he absolutely blows up. So it's going to happen, you know, but this matchup just temper expectations. Yeah. I would temper expectations this matchup too. It's also confusing me. Do you think maybe like the injury that he had is like still lingering? I mean, I know they said he could come back in the last game, but he didn't get a humongous workload. Um, granted they were down a lot, but that's the reason. That's the reason. I I mean, they were passing the ball a ton, but he was on the field for every snap. His, right. lo- so, his his workload was absolutely ridiculous in terms of his time in the field. Yeah, so he hasn't he hasn't slowed down in that sense. I, I'm just trying to piece it together because like I thought even with them being in a negative game script, you think that would translate to more than three targets, which is what he got last week. Yeah, that was a little confusing. That I didn't it wasn't it, it, it wasn't confusing to me because you know he hasn't he's been running a ton of routes this year, but he just hasn't been targeted. Now, if you look back in the entire season, it's confusing because it's like, dude. Like this guy, you know, his electric with the ball in his hands, get him the ball. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the confusing part of it overall. I wasn't confused. I, I wasn't surprised that he, he didn't get a lot of targets in this game because he just simply wasn't getting targets the entire season when yeah. they've been down. I, um, I think that's problematic know, when you have a guy like him in the backfield. Like what Trevor that Lawrence, that's, that's your boy, Trevor. That's your boy from Clemson, dude. Like you guys were were crazy in you know in the passing game. Like he caught so many balls and like he was super efficient. So you know what's right. up. You know, get him the ball. Like on the year, he only has eight percent target share on a per route run basis. Only fifteen percent. That's not high. So you know something I feel like they could do better. And uh, yeah, that's that's part of the reason why ETN you know doesn't have um, as high of a floor as these other guys uh, because of that. 